your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellison. You're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by our Locked On NHL podcast. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill that gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day to stay up to date all on all of the and in the NHL. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at lo underscore Hurricanes and on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. You can also find myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And today's episode is going to be that long-awaited interview with the Fayetteville Marksman owner and CEO, Charles Chuck Norris. Um, had a great time talking with him the other day. I'm sorry this has taken so long to get to you guys. I've had some personal stuff going on, so I had to take a step away. Um, but I am back, and there's going to be a bunch of content coming at you over the next few days. But before we get into this episode, I do want to tell you guys about um, a good sponsor of ours, and that is, of course, Built Bar. Built Bar is, of course, the best-tasting protein bar on the market. Um, they have nine delicious flavors, um, including the occasional limited-time flavor. And if you haven't tried their nine original flavors, you can get a mix box um, and try all nine of them. And regardless of what flavor you get, whether it's an original or a limited-time flavor, they are all covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. They're also covered in... Uh, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. So they are great for the health conscious individual. And the Olympics are going on right now. And Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So that's awesome. And right now, when you go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off at Built Bar on your first order of Built Bar. So go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. Um, and guys, you got, I hope you enjoy this interview with Mr. Norris. I had a blast doing it. Um, so enjoy guys. All right, Kaniacs. I am joined by the one and only owner and CEO of the SPHL's Fayetteville Marksman, Charles Chuck Norris. How are you doing this afternoon, Mr. Norris? I'm great, buddy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's not a problem. You're arguably the biggest guest that's been on the show so far so congratulations <laughs> i guess <laughs> wow that's, that's that's incredible thank you yeah yeah it's not a problem um now um the marksman just unveiled their uh 2021-22 uh home schedule i discussed that on an episode earlier today um but what are you looking forward to um in this upcoming season <laughs> Well, to be honest, I'm, I'm just looking forward to get back on the ice, right? Having the fans back in the building and uh, getting our season going again. You know, last last uh, last March when we got shut down, um, you know, we arguably had the best team in the league. We were in second place and uh, facing off against the first place team that, that weekend that we got shut down. And, you know, I think we've got some unfinished business out there. So um, we're looking forward to getting it going again, man, and just picking up where we left off and continuing to grow our fan base and our attendance and uh, trying to win a championship over there in Fayetteville. 
Yeah, you brought up a bunch of points that I was literally had on my list of questions to <laughs> ask you. Um, I'm obviously looking forward to being able to go back as a fan. Uh, obviously, the home opener on the 30th, that's going to be great. The New Year's Eve game, I, I really want to go to that. that that's going to be fun. I imagine the crowd is going to be wild for that. Um, now, you've owned the Marksman for a few years now. Um, and what made you want to buy a professional sports franchise? I'm sure you've heard that question before. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you know, just come, you know, people that may not understand like the inner workings of stuff, you know, what, what made you want to get into owning a professional team? Um, you know, I, I do get asked that question a lot. And quite honestly, I think um, every time I get asked, my answer is probably the same. It's like, um, I probably was a little ignorant, didn't have any idea what I was getting myself into. Um, I thought it was a lot, uh, a lot more glamorous probably than it really truly is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's been great, man. I mean, it's been an unbelievable learning experience and, and just a great experience overall. But I think what, what made me want to get into it was just the, uh, you know, I grew up in Michigan, just outside of Detroit, huge Red Wings fan my whole life. I mean, mm-hmm. don't hold that against me. We've been nice. great at times and been terrible at times as well, but, you know, always been a big hockey guy. And, you know, when the opportunity presented itself, I did some due diligence with, a a business partner at the time and we both thought that we could you know kind of salvage what was going on there in Fayetteville and and make it make it a, a good profitable uh piece of the the local um I don't know the local community and and make it a good asset to the community and and at the same time you know turn the thing around and, and kind of straighten it out because uh, if you look at hockey in Fayetteville, it was it was great in the late 90s and in the mid 2000s. And then it just kind of fell off for quite a few years. And I think um, the former ownership group was able to kind of sum it up that, you know, they got old and they just got tired and and lacked the enthusiasm and the, and the passion to keep it going in the way it needed to be going. And so once they kind of were able to wrap their head around that, they they put the team on the market for sale. And, um, you know, next thing you know, um I get the commissioner of the SPHL calling me on a Friday night at home and uh, the rest is kind of history. Right. So um, it was cool. I mean, it was, it's been a, it's been a great experience. It's been a, been an experience where I banged my head against a, a wall quite a few times mm. and wondered what I got myself into, but right. it's uh, overall, it's been good, man. Yeah. I, yeah. Back when I uh, wrote for fan cardiac cane, I did a history of hockey in North Carolina uh, mm-hmm. series and I, obviously did you guys you know I, I touched on you know, the old stuff in the 90s 2000s obviously the fire ants which is what marksmen were called before they yeah. were the marksmen yeah you know, for those that don't know and then when you took over got rebranded um and frankly i, I like the new logo a lot better <laughs> well I'm, I'm glad you do because i do too <laughs> yeah obviously i would hope so um yeah and you know you mentioned you know, growing uh, the team. Obviously, you know, it's not you know, at the level of like the NHL, the NBA, the NFL. It's not that size. So, you know, you guys do have to work a little bit harder. Uh, what do you guys look to do whenever you're growing uh, your franchise? Because your franchise has grown a lot. Um, constantly seeing you guys oh, this is a new sponsor. This is a new sponsor. How do you guys go about continuing to grow your team in Fayetteville? 
and the surrounding area? Well, that's, that's a good question, honestly. And, and the way we do it is by just trying to do things for the right reasons, right? So the right reasons are, is that um, we want to provide, you know, wholesome family, family entertainment to the, the folks in Fayetteville and the surrounding areas. And, um, and that's what we do. You know, we try to make our product better every single game and every single season, and we continue to grow it. And I think the fans realize that it's totally different. You know, um, you're right in the sense that, um, you know, what you had mentioned earlier about we're not the NHL, we're not the MLB, um, mm-hmm. we're not the, the high-level pro league. We're, we're single-A pro hockey. So when you think about what that is, it's, I mean, basically we're in the entertainment business. You know, a lot of people like to think we're in the hockey business, and we are, but, um, you know, we're in the southeast. A lot of very, very casual fans. I would say that less than 10% of our actual fan base is hardcore hockey fans. I would say that they're more fans that like to get out and have a good time. So Mm -hmm. how do we do that? You know, I mean, we try to appeal to the little kids and to families and moms and dads. And, you know, so we have, you know, pro sport or we have a a pro level sport with, um, with some fights and some fast pace and some action for, for dad and, and for the boys and even for the girls. And then we have, um, you know, Marky, the mascot for the kids. And we have baby shark playing uh, over the PA. We have, you know, uh, mini stick rinks on, on the concourse. And, you know, so, so the kids have a good time and, you know, mom likes it because, you know, for the most part, mom's usually setting the entertainment schedule for the family. So if there's um, something going on where dad's happy and the kids are happy and, you know, she can go out there and just kind of relax and maybe have a beer and get the kids off her back for a little while. Like it's, it's a no brainer. Right. So um, I think we just try to do something a little different. And, you know, again, like we're, we're there to entertain our fans. I mean, we don't have, we don't, we don't do anything else. You know, we don't take political stances. We don't take social stances. We literally, we're just there to, to provide wholesome family entertainment for anybody, you know, 18 to 80, blind crippled or crazy you know we're here for you <laughs> yeah yeah because i've been to games it's really fun family friendly environment um yeah. you guys obviously uh do the novelty jerseys i remember like the spongebob one the marvel ones uh yeah. the bunch of jerk <laughs> ones like you guys have done a lot to stand out and definitely grab some headlines um and it, it is really fun to go there um, for sure. I'm looking forward to going out again. Um, now, you mentioned earlier, um, and it's obviously I've talked about on this show before, uh, whenever it got announced, but you guys had to sit out um, last season, um, which really sucked because obviously I was looking forward to going and whatnot. Um, and I forget the name of the team. I think it was in the SPHL, but I don't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, there was a team that had to fold um, due to having to sit out. How were you guys able to avoid um, a fate like that um, and able to stay afloat? Well, I mean, one, yeah, there, there's been some teams that didn't make it. Fortunately, mm-hmm. there was none in our league. Um, yeah. It might have been something in like the federal league, or I, yeah. actually, I think I think maybe a, a ECHL franchise yeah, 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 yeah. didn't make yeah. it as well. Um, luckily, um, we were we were a ten team league at, at uh, the start of COVID. We're actually an eleven team league now, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Um, as far as like, uh, I'm sorry, I, I got a little little sidetracked there, but um, you know, so we've got we've got the eleven teams coming back. 
Um, and what, what was the other part of your question? I'm sorry. Uh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Um, just how are you guys available to avoid you know, that fate oh, there? Yeah, yeah. I, I apologize. You no know, the, the biggest reason that we were able to keep it going even through um, the last 18 months of basically no no revenue generation is because of our fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had we had um, an all-time high, at least for the marksman of season tickets sold and paid. And um, thank God for our fans because a lot of them did not ask for refunds. They just moved their money forward to the next season. And, um, you know, that was able, that was how we were really able to maintain it. So we had our season ticket holders. Um, we had less than 15% of them ask for their money back. And of the 15% that asked for their money back, um, 8%, uh, I'm sorry, most of them, 85% of the ones that asked for their money back, um, went ahead and started an account and started paying on next year's season ticket. So they asked for, you know, I don't say your season ticket was 500 bucks. You said, Hey, give me back my 500 bucks and set me up on a payment plan and I'll start paying towards next season. So mm-hmm. that was incredible. I mean, we, we owe it all to them. And then our corporate partners, you know, our corporate partners, none of them were, were, um, were trying to get their money back or anything like that. They just moved their corporate partnership to the following season. And then our, our building and our building management, um, you know, Jim Grafstrom over there is just, and this guy that runs our facility is one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life, man. He, he's looked out for us. He's made sure that, that um, he didn't put any undue burdens on us at any time and, you know, worked with us, helped us financially, man. He's just been unbelievable. So our county, our season ticket holders, our corporate partners were the, the only reason that we've been able to hold out this far. And, um, man, they're, they're incredible. So I owe everything to them. I mean, I truly do. Yeah. That's great to hear. It's just like everyone kind of understood that this was stuff that was out of your control. You couldn't necessarily help that. And it's great to know that people understood that. Um, and you know, I've had, um, Malcolm Hayes on the show before. Um, and (laughs) he, uh, shortly after I had him on, he had got called up to, I believe Kansas city in the ECHL. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, not only you guys, but ECHL, AHL, you know, guys are kind of coming in and out of the lineup, um, getting called up, sent down, whatever. How are yeah. you guys able to stay competitive with roster changes happening fairly often? Yeah, and it does happen a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I credit 100% of that to our coaching staff and our hockey operations department. Those guys do an incredible job. I mean, last season, um, before COVID, we had Jesse Kalki as our head coach and mm-hmm. Corey Melkert as our assistant coach. And those guys, they have great relationships with a lot of agents of top D1 players and you know mid, mid, mid-grade mid D1 players and, and high-end D3 players. And they were able to constantly reload on the fly it was crazy like we had more call-ups than probably any team in our league's history and we were still able to maintain because those guys just did an incredible job and you know it it goes to to them and to the culture that we've created in in Fayetteville over the last couple years of you know agents players um, they know that Fayetteville's you know, it's arguably one of the best places to play in the SPHL and we treat our guys right. We have a great facility. We have a great city and guys like to play there. So um, it's not a hard sell for the agents because we, we treat their guys right and the guys end up liking it when they get here. So um, all, all props to 
to, to Jesse and Melky because they're able to kind of keep reloading and reloading. And, you know, Jesse moved on to the ECHL, down to the Everblades down there. And, you know, congrats to him. He just signed a, a, a three-year extension down there as the assistant coach. And I think he's got himself perfectly in line to take that team over at some point when um, – when GM or something like that. And then, um, you know, Melky, Corey Melkert stepped up and now he's our head coach. So I think he's still in the process, narrowing it down and bringing on an assistant for himself. But um, that's kind of the culture that we've created down there. We want to have our head coach. Um, when he moves on, we want our assistant coach to step right in that role. And, you know, same thing for Corey now. He'll, he stepped right into the role of the head coach and he'll bring on an assistant that we can groom and get him ready. And when we're ready to, to, move Corey up to the next level our our new assistant coach will be able to step into Corey's shoes so um and it's you know all through the the way we do things and it's next man up mentality but they maintain great relationships with with agents and special people around the leagues and that's how we're able to get top quality players yeah that's honestly great to hear you know because again just like how your last season you were just so dominant all the time and you constantly see on your social media this guy getting called up, this guy getting called up. Like, yeah. And they're still, you know, just killing it. I know it's yeah. insane. And uh, I remember, I I forget who you played, but it was that um, 1920 season, you guys played on Fort Bragg. Um, how did that come about? Um, and how were you guys able to do that? And what was that like? Man, it was, that was an incredible experience. I got to say, um, again, I, I owe most of that to Jesse and um, AJ Gamon over there on Fort Bragg. So he, um, he runs the rink at Fort Bragg and Jesse, our head coach was at the time, you know, we, we normally have our training camp out there at Fort Bragg because um, there's always something scheduled at the early part of October at the Crown Coliseum, which, you know, is mm -hmm. our home barn. So um, Jesse, again, it's all about relationships and culture. He had a great relationship with AJ, a huge amount of mutual respect between those guys. And they just, you know, spent a lot of time talking to each other and they came up with the idea. And of, of course, me being a former soldier out there, like it was a, almost a dream come true to bring the first professional hockey game out there. And uh, it was us versus Roanoke. And we got the dub on that night. But it was it was incredible, man. It was one of the greatest experiences ever. And and I'm proud and honored that we were able to make it happen. But again, I owe it all to um, Jesse and AJ. They, they made it happen, man. They did all the heavy lifting and MWR was involved and they just all did a great job, man. They really did. It was, it was, it was incredible. Yeah. I remember seeing that. I just thought that was so cool because it's been a few years since I've been out to uh, Fort Bragg. I remember going out there um, on field trips, going to the airborne museum, the golden Knights museum, all that stuff. It was, yeah. it, it's great to go out there. I, um, and I cannot wait to go to another Marksman game for sure, obviously, even if it's not on Fort Bragg. Um, yeah. But I don't remember if I asked you this already, but um, heading into the season, uh, what can fans expect? Obviously, you know, you guys are going to be super competitive and whatnot, but, you know, can you give away like any kind of events and whatnot? Are we going to see any cool jerseys and whatnot? Stuff like that. Well. I mean, one, you're going to expect a good, solid team on the ice. It's going to be entertaining and fun, and uh, they're going to be good, right? Like, we're, we're going to be good. We're re-signing a bunch of really high-level high players. We're signing a lot of new high-level players. Um, I'm not involved in the recruiting and coaching end of the, of the team, but 
I am kept up on um, who we're signing and where they're coming from. And I'm pretty impressed with what Corey's been able to accomplish so far. So I'm excited about that. And then um, as far as um, the entertainment aspect, yeah, we have some, uh, some big promos coming up. I don't want to leak too much, but um, we're going to do our promo schedule here coming up in a, in a few weeks, but okay. you know, just, just throw some teasers out there. I mean, I, I thought that SpongeBob night was a huge success last year. We're, I don't know that we're doing SpongeBob again, but we are going to do a, a Nickelodeon, um, a Nickelodeon product on, on a night, which would be great. We're doing the um, the night before Thanksgiving, which I hope is pretty good. And and what do they call that? That blackout Wednesday. So we're going to black it out on that night. And Ooh, then uh, be fun. we've got it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And then we've got our New Year's Eve game, which is going to be just absolute fire. I'm I'm predicting it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what? other promos are doing let's see i'm trying to think of any cool jersey nights we're gonna do like we you know we're gonna do star wars night and, and that's gonna be unreal we've been working on some of the jerseys and then um i will tell i will let the cat out of the bag this is one secret that you will know and your audience will know and nobody else knows about besides people that work for the marksman is that we are doing a what if night and we are going to do a full-on rebrand and it is going to be amazing, man. I've already seen Whoa. the jerseys. I've seen the logo. I've seen the jerseys and I am absolutely stoked about it. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful. I want to get a hat made right now and start wearing it, but I know that I can't, but we're still in the design process and the scheduling process, but it's going to be unreal. And uh, I think, I think you'll be, you'll be stoked about it when we let it out, but man, it's going to be, it is going to be great. So yeah, we're, we've got a lot of cool things. I mean, um, to, you know, some, some other stuff about the squad, you know, we have, we are the, the front office, we have pretty much all new front office. I mean, um, everybody's kind of moved on to, to different things and different places, which is unfortunate, but you know, that that's minor pro sports, you know, kids come in and they, they, they learn the business at this, at the lower levels, which is, you know, us, we're single A pro hockey and, you know, their goal is to move up. They're just like the players, you know, they want to move up to the, to the ECHL, AHL, NHL. And at some point they're going to get an opportunity if they do a good job. And we'd like to think that we, we teach them the right way and they're able to move up. And, you know, we've got um, our, our broadcaster, Sean Bednar moved up um, to the, to the OHL, which mm-hmm. is a great change for him. Um, Marissa moved up to the ECHL, Jesse moved up to the ECHL. And then, you know, we brought in some, some great new guys. And I mean, probably the best hire we we've had is our, our executive VP, Alex Wall. He came from, um, the Jacksonville Iceman in the ECHL. He was with, um, the Orlando solar bears in the ECHL. And then most recently he was with Feld entertainment and Feld is the company that puts on Disney on ice and all of those big, big um, ice shows. And uh, we got lucky, you know, honestly, because when, um, when COVID hit, Feld Entertainment laid off 95% of their workforce. So that was what was, uh, what, what was the part of, that enabled us to pick up, um, to pick up Alex. And let me tell you, man, he's been an incredible, incredible get. So we're stoked about him and what he's going to do. I mean, my prediction is he's going to be, you know, the president of the team in the next year. And man, he's awesome. He really is awesome. So we're stoked, man. We've got, we've got a lot of great things, a lot of great staff. We, we've, you know, man, brought in some really good people and we're, we're really excited about it all. Yeah. That's all great to hear. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. And just one last question or more of a piece of advice you could give listeners <laughs> that are looking to get into 
working in the sports industry? I know there's uh, several listeners that want to work in the hockey industry and just sports in general. What kind of advice uh, would you give them as far as getting started in this crazy world of sports? Well, sports is, you know, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what you go to. Like when, when kids go to college for sports management, I don't think they really fully understand what, what they're getting themselves into because if I was just going to gonna give you the clip note version of what it is, it's basically it's generating revenue because you're going to start out in the lower levels of pro sports and it's going to be minor pro. And basically everybody at the single A or, or double A level has to figure out ways to generate revenue. So even someone like a broadcaster has to be able to generate revenue. I mean, there's just there's so few posi- positions at the lower levels um that everybody has to be able to do that and um, if i was going to give anybody any advice i would say you know be persistent and be ready to work you know like if you get an opportunity and you and and you're ready to ready and willing to to work your butt off then you're going to be successful but i mean if you if you like talking to people and you like being around people and you like trying to generate revenue like those are the ways you're going to be successful in this business. I mean, guys that can generate revenue, guys and girls for that matter, because um, there's a lot of women in our business too, and they're they're amazing. You know, they do they do an incredible job, and you know, I've seen more successful females probably than than anything in the last few years. It's it's unreal what they're able to accomplish. But um, if you're willing to work, man, and you can generate revenue. be successful yeah that's all great to hear great advice i really hope you know that helps uh the listeners that want to get in this business i do want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on here talk to me talk marksman hockey um so thank you very much sir jared anytime buddy thanks for having me man i really appreciate it yeah not a problem you have a great rest of your day do the same bud we'll talk soon all right see you game All right. Yeah, I'll definitely be at a game. All right, buddy. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed that interview I did with the Fayetteville Marksman uh, owner and CEO, Charles Chuck Norris. Um, It was a blast doing it. I really hope you know he was able to give you guys some insight on getting into the sports industry because I know there are several listeners of the podcast that want to get into that industry. So I hope you found that helpful. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Um, but of course, before I leave you guys, I do want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing right now. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info on all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And also, if you are the betting type, 
don't forget to go listen to our Locked on Bets podcast. Betting on the Carolina Hurricanes or just the NHL in general doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get the daily picks, blowout specials, and wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, And make sure... You guys gamble responsibly. Um, And again, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. I am back uh, doing my best to record content for you guys. Um, There will be some more content, a lot of content coming out over the next couple days. So make sure you have your notifications on on whatever streaming uh, platform you use, as well as Twitter and Instagram, where you can follow the show at LO underscore Hurricanes. And on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast and my own personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace.